What is up, guys? It's Alex Johnson here, the founder and lead analyst at YardsPerFantasy.com. Welcome to the 69th episode of the Feed Me Fantasy Podcast. Let's eat. Best ball is back, baby. That's right. Underdog Fantasy is bringing back best ball drafts. They're creating a mid-season tournament for all you draft addicts like myself. I'm so pumped for this. The tournament is called Best Ball Resurrection. It's a $10 entry with $100,000 in total prizes and $20,000 going to first place. Scoring for round one is week 6 through 14 with playoffs in weeks 15, 16, and 17. Now we have real in-season information now. No more guessing so we can absolutely dominate this tournament. Use my weekly fantasy notebook article on yardsperfantasy.com to keep track of all the latest trends. I break down snap shares, target shares, air yards, leaders, and more. And use that weekly information to gain leverage when you enter this tournament. You should also be using promo code YARDSPER when you deposit for the first time to receive a $10 deposit match. The tournament closes on October 14th and only 11,000 entrants will be allowed. So get in there now. UnderdogFantasy.com. Download their app. Promo code YARDSPER. Let's go. Just like we do every week, we'll go through all the moves I want you to make before we kick off week four. So let's start with, I want you to buy Marquise Brown. That's right. What a day it was for Marquise Brown. The dude dropped three balls that would have gone for massive plays, leaving his fantasy managers outraged. This is our opportunity to strike and take advantage of the frustration that he caused. Drops happen. He had a bad game. But the usage was very encouraging, and it's exciting to think about what what this day would have been had he not eaten Butterfingers before the game. Brown has seen target shares of 20%, 38%, and 23% to start the season. He was fourth in air yards, with 161 in week three, with over 30% of the team's share. Buy the opportunities, better days are coming. I also want you to buy Saquon Barkley. Saquon Barkley is still Saquon Barkley. We expected a slow start to the season, but he's showing us he's still pre-injury Saquon. After two rough weeks to start the season, the buy window is still open. He has played over 80% of the snaps in each of the last two games, and he saw a target share of 20% in Week 3. He's getting the pass game usage we need from him, and he saw work at the goal line as well. Wheels up. Let's go. Let's go to the waiver wire. Who we searching for? Who we searching for? I want you to add J.J. Taylor, the Patriots running back. James White went down in Week 3 with a hip injury, That'll keep him out for multiple weeks and could possibly be season-ending. Taylor was a preseason star, showing off his 78th percentile agility as a pass-catching specialist out of the backfield. Now, don't pour a ton of fab into acquiring him. He's not a priority ad. It may take some time before he seizes the full James White role in this offense. On Sunday, in relief of White... It was actually Brandon Bolden seeing a big bump in opportunity. 
Bolden played on 46% of the snaps with an 8% target share compared to Taylor's 14% and 4%. However, the upside lies with Taylor. As we've seen Bolden in spurts before and he has never really shown us he can be fantasy relevant. Taylor is a speculative ad worth about 1% or 2% of your budget. Staying in the Patriots' backfield, I want you to sell Damian Harris. Damian Harris's snap shares through the first three weeks have looked like this. 53% in Week 1, 41% in Week 2, and 31% in Week 3. He saw his lowest in a game where James White went down. That's not good. There's no indication that this role will increase at all with White out as it was like I mentioned it was Brandon Bolden seeing the majority of the snaps and targets after White's injury Harris still only saw a 4% target share he's looking extremely game script dependent at this point and that's on a team that looks like they will have a lot of negative game script which is not good for Damian Harris it's it's just not looking good for Damian Harris right now. Sell him. I also want you to sell Tyson Williams. Tyson Williams is still seeing about half the snaps in the Baltimore backfield. That's the good news. The bad news is he, he stinks, man. Williams needs a heavy volume role to reach startable fantasy numbers. He may see that some weeks, but the Ravens clearly want to keep both Latavius Murray and Devontae Freeman involved. Le'Veon Bell still linger, lingers on the practice squad as well. His target share has declined every week, and he was out-touched by Latavius Murray 7-5 to in Week 3. I'm not saying Williams won't, won't be productive. He will. But he's looking like a headache for fantasy managers and has, has zero upside. If you can get a fair deal for him, I'd happily pass him off to somebody else. Sticking with the cells, I want you to sell Chase Claypool. You shouldn't have been drafting Steelers wide receivers this summer, but if you did, it's time to get out. It's time to get out. That red light is flashing. The alarm is going off. It's time to get out. Let's go. I listed the Steelers receivers here as a sell after week one. In the last two weeks, I've done nothing but prove me right. Ben Roethlisberger is absolute dust. And he's bringing the wideouts down with him. Of course, Deontay Johnson and Juju Smith-Schuster are banged up right now, so you might not be able to sell them. But Chase Chase Claypool is coming off a 9-catch, 96-yard performance, leaving the buying window open. I'm begging you to sell now. The situation is only going to get worse. Let's go back to the waiver wire. Who are we looking for? We are looking for Chuba Hubbard. I want you to add Chuba Hubbard. He's the top waiver priority of the week. Christian McCaffrey injured his hamstring on Thursday Night Football, leaving this rookie, Chuba Hubbard, atop the depth chart. Now, Hubbard stepped in and he outsnapped Royce Freeman 42-11 with a 15% target share. That's big, big, big usage. The Panthers have said they won't be putting McCaffrey on injuries, injured reserves, meaning they expect him to miss less than two games. 
or not to, less than three games, I should say. However, two weeks of RB1 upside, at least, is worth about half your fab budget if you really need that production. Even, even more than that in deeper leagues. Let's go to the trade market and buy Stefan Diggs. The fantasy community took a huge collective sigh of relief after 2020 Josh Allen finally returned in week three. The accuracy was back and Allen found the end zone on the ground. However, it was Emmanuel Sanders who was the big beneficiary in this one, leaving the buying window open for Stephon Diggs. Diggs is third in the NFL in air yards and has a 26.5% target share after three weeks. He's seeing downfield targets they've just yet to connect. They will, though. Buy before it happens, because it's going to be soon. Staying in Buffalo, I want you to add Zach Moss. Zach Moss returned to the active game day roster last week, and then took over the backfield this week. Moss led Bills running backs in snaps with a 56% rate, while Devin Singletary received a season-low 43%. This is more about what we, we were expecting in the summer. This is still not a very appealing backfield, but Moss is the more talented of the two, and he'll have, he'll have opportunities in one of the league's best offenses. Go add Zach Moss. I want you to add Emmanuel Sanders. We just talked about him. And I don't like to repeat transactions in back-to-back weeks because we talked about Emmanuel Sanders last week, but I'm making an exception here. More just to say, I told you so more than anything. The indicators were there for Sanders in the first two weeks as he was receiving targets and seeing a lot of air yards. It all came together in week three for five catches, 94 yards, and two touchdowns. I told you. It's a complete Bills takeover, baby. I want you to add Dawson Knox. This is four straight Bills. I'm a Patriots fan, by the way, so this kind of hurts. But Dawson Knox is quietly sitting as the tight end eight right now. He has run more routes than Cole Beasley over the last two weeks as his target share has been steadily on the rise. He's been on the field a ton, with a snap share of 80.5% over the last two games. He isn't a high-end, must-start guy, but at a position that is basically a wasteland after the top six or so, it's not bad to have a guy who's on the field a ton and one of the best passing offenses in the NFL. All right, let's let's move out of Buffalo. Let's go, let's go from the East Coast to the West Coast. I want you to buy Brandon Ayuk. Brandon Ayuk is back. I don't know what those first two weeks were, but Ayuk is clearly back in the good graces in week three. He played on a season-high 86% of the snaps and saw a 15% target share. And things should only go up from here. We saw what he did last year. We loved him. That's why we were drafting him so much, drafting, drafting him so high. Something weird was going on at the beginning of the season. Looks like he's back. Let's roll with Ayuk. I'm putting him back in starting lineups this week, and I'm trading for him. 
I'm also trading for Michael Pittman. So go buy Michael Pittman. That's the next transaction here. Pittman has quietly emerged as the alpha in Indianapolis. He has seen a third of the Colts' targets over the last two weeks. He was also top 10 in air yards in week two. Now he's yet to find the end zone, which means he should be attainable at a reasonable price from someone who doesn't realize how heavily he's been involved. Go get Michael Pittman. I want you to add Nelson Aguilar. Aguilar has been dropped in quite a few leagues after a quiet start to the season. While I'm not looking to heavily invest in this Patriots offense, especially the passing game, but Aguilar was second in the league in air yards in week two. Or I should say week three. The Patriots will have a get-right opportunity against a struggling Bucks secondary in week four, a game they'll likely play from behind for most of the game. I also want you to add Rashad Bateman. Bateman's expected to be back at practice this week, coming off that, that preseason training camp groin injury and surgery. He looked excellent in training camp before the injury, and the Ravens are being forced to pass a bit more this season. The defense, not the Ravens' defense, let's just say that. It may still be another week or two before he gets, that, gets game action, but he's worth a stash if you can afford the roster spot. In that same boat, I want you to also add Curtis Samuel. Another guy who's expected to return from injury reserve soon. He's coming back. I don't know. He, he was probably dropped. I know he was dropped in a lot of leagues if you don't have a, an IR spot or if you don't have multiple IR spots. Couldn't hold them. Shallow benches. Curtis Samuel, Rashad Bateman, these guys were dropped. So go add both of these guys. Samuel was being drafted as a high-end wide receiver three before the injury. And the Washington offense has struggled to find a second wide receiver behind Terry McLaurin. Samuel should step in and take that opportunity as soon as he gets, as soon as he gets back. Stash him if you can. Now hold Rondell Moore. You might have to drop somebody to get Curtis Samuel. Might have to drop somebody to get Rashad Bateman. But don't make it, don't make it Rondell Moore. I want you to hold on to Rondell Moore. Told you to add him last week. I love Rondell Moore. We got we to gotta keep trusting he was the waiver wire ad of the week last week. He flopped against Jacksonville. Instead, it was A.J. Green rising from the dead to put up 112 yards. Moore looked excellent in the first two weeks. And it's worth holding as we can expect more of those spike weeks to come soon. I also want you to hold... I want you to hold, and I'm holding my nose to say this, I want you to hold Justin Fields. What a disaster. Justin Fields and the whole Bears offense looked completely lost in week three. But Fields is worth holding for another week if he gets the opportunity to start against a bad Lions defense. Hopefully some lessons were learned between Fields, the coaching staff. Man, what was they were I don't know what they were doing with him. Hopefully they learned some lessons. After that Cleveland game, it will get a better showing in week four. He's worth one more look. I also want you to add Marquez Valdez-Scantling. Marquez Valdez-Scantling. MVS. Add him off the waiver wire. He was on the... I talked about him after week one. He was a big add for me heading into week two. 
just like Emmanuel Sanders. The indicators were there. It was just a matter of time. Now, he may be a little volatile, but he will produce a number of spike weeks over the course of the season. He'll be particularly helpful as we work through those bye weeks. I want you to buy Brandon Cooks. Brandon Cooks is third in the league in receiving yards. He has seen target shares of 21%, 48%, and 39% to start the season. That's incredible. It doesn't matter who's playing quarterback. Cooks is going to feast. While you are buying high if you're going to go go get Brandon Cooks, the price may still be reasonable given the stench of the Houston offense. Nobody wants Texans. So you'll get that Houston discount even if you still are buying a little bit high. It's not as high as it would be if he was on a good team. In that same mold, I want you to buy DJ Chark. The Jaguars are bad, man. They're really, really bad. But they're passing a lot, and Chark is seeing targets. If you need a wide receiver three that can get a good pr- that you can get at a good price with a decent floor and a high ceiling, Chark's a good target. And because he plays in Jacksonville, you won't have to give up a whole lot. But that's going to be a wrap for today, though. If you're not already, please follow me on Twitter at underscore JohnsonFF and the site at YardsPer. Please be sure to subscribe so you don't miss the next episode. Also, please be sure to rate and review. It really helps me out a lot and is much appreciated. And go download the Yards Per Fantasy app right now and give us a five-star rating and review over there, too. Thanks, guys. Cue that music. Cue that music.